0: Everyone, my name's Hannah, and I'm Abby, and we are the, the Homegirl Home Hustlers. Hustlers. We are here to be your guides on how to adjust your mindset, lifestyle, and habits to become the best version of yourself and pursue your passion without limits. Welcome back, Homegirl Hustlers! So happy to have you guys joining us today. We are. Heading into a new year and excited for what is to come in 2023. Today's episode is recommended by one of our listeners, and it's honestly such a great topic. We can't wait to get into it. It's all about how to get your creativity back when it feels lost. So, we all have periods of time in our lives where we feel like that spark of inspiration and creativity. And in those times that we do feel like we have it, we thrive and we feel a sense of meaning and purpose in our lives and our work. But, of course, there's other times where we feel like that creative spark and inspiration isn't there. So what do we do throughout those times? Listen in as we go over some proven ways to get that spark back. So excited to be talking about this topic because, honestly, this relates to all of us. There's not one of us, I think, that can say that 24-7 – they just always feel like they are creative. They have that inspiration. They have that spark. I feel like everyone goes through ups and downs and it's really, and we, we've heard this been said by like a million people before, but it's how you handle yourself and what you do during those down times that really matters. So I'm really excited to go into some of these tips because they're very relatable. We've gotten them from different sources, including our own experiences. And it's just a really great, relatable topic.
1: There's something that I feel like a lot of people can relate to because we all have these blocks, these times where we feel like we're not capable or we are losing inspiration. But we've even read books on this, like The Practice, for example, about how there's no such thing. And I was like, no way. Like, I have creative blocks all the time. You have writer's block. But it really, the book really helps you push through those blocks and realize that it's in you where this creativity can be found again. So I think that's a a great book. I want to
0: like just pause really quickly. If you guys have not read The Practice, it's so good. Seth Godin writes it. He's one of our role models. He's so talented. If you guys haven't heard of him, I'm sure you have. But if you haven't, he's an expert marketer and he's just extremely talented. But when it comes to book recommendations, especially heading into the new year, we all like to, you know, get inspired and read some books. That's a great book to read.
1: Yes, for sure. So I'm excited about this topic because it's been hard to find a way out of this feeling of not having creativity or just lacking inspiration. But I think this is a huge topic, especially going into the new year. So let's start by taking a step back and just looking at your life currently. Why do you feel like you don't have those sparks of inspiration Um, This is important because when you take a step back and you look at your life, you'll be able to understand the source of it. So sometimes it's that we're stressed, we're overworked, sometimes we're struggling with friends, we're struggling with family, we're struggling with relationship, or you could just be like dealing with anxiety. So a lot of the times we forget to take that step back. We just feel these feelings And we just blame it on the feelings and go on with life. But really, there has to be a source. There has to be something that can help get you out of this rut.
0: When it comes to this too, I think it's important to remember like sometimes it really could be one of those things. I know for me personally, like if I'm struggling with a relationship, that can lead to anxiety and that can lead to me losing sleep and me not wanting to eat and me just kind of struggling with life overall and of course that also how are you going to feel inspired when you're not sleeping barely eating and you're struggling with anxiety right so like that could be a main source and if it's not if you're just like honestly like I have great relationships right now I'm going along with life I'm really focused everything's going good and you just feel like you're lacking passion inspiration like definitely keep listening because we're going to talk about that in a second but it is important to take that step back and like Abby said I feel like a lot of us just skip it because we don't want to address it ourselves. We don't want to address the problem. We don't want to like face what it is that we're actually feeling. We just want to blame it on, I'm just feeling this and this is this is my excuse instead of actually sitting back and looking at the problem because that problem needs to be faced and needs to be recognized before you can kind of continue to move in a purposeful and meaningful way because it's going to keep nagging at you. It's going to keep bothering you. So it's just important to take a step back and look at that.
1: Yes, and then if you can't, like, if you can't take a step back and look at it because you're not even recognizing what it is, a lot of the times what I'll do is I'll just, like, listen to my body more. And so there will be things in your life that cause you to feel something in the pit of your stomach. Like, if your significant other walks in the room and you're like, I'm want to throw up, That is a feeling that you should pay attention to.
0: (laughs) What a great example Abby just gives us. It is. Because, like, we ignore these things. If the person you love walks in the room and you feel sick to your stomach, that's a red flag. I'm
1: telling you, we ignore these things. We really do. And so we ignore them because we're like, oh, I love this person. Or if you're pulling out your laptop for work and you feel sick to your stomach. You're like, oh, I love this job. Oh, I signed up for it. No, you literally need to pay attention to those emotions. And the reason why you can't take a step back and notice it is because you have spent so much time ignoring it and allowing it to exist as you've normalized it in your life in that state. So yeah, if you're a significant other that walks in and you feel sick to your stomach, pay attention. (laughs) Because that could be the thing that you're ignoring. And so I'm just saying, like, sometimes people are like, I've been in a rut for a month or for two months. Like, I don't know what it is. Listen to your body. Listen to your intuition. Listen to your heart. Like, feel those feelings. Allow them to be felt. Recognize them. Be aware.
0: I love it. And then once you do a little bit of self-evaluation, then it's actually time to start taking steps to get inspired. So if you have recognized the source and you do understand what it is, then again, we're making sure that you kind of go through that and work through that. But if you also aren't and you feel like, you know, you're honestly just struggling with inspiration and passion and that spark, it's time to take the steps to get inspired. So most of the time this will look like recharging, doing things you know in the past that have brought you inspiration. For example, it could be like planning a weekend trip, changing your scenery, turning off your phone and reading a book, going for a hike in nature, going on walks, different things like this. Like that's just to kind of put you in a different – what's sort I'm looking for? Like not background, in a different – scene, like change of scenery basically. So it's like honestly for me personally, like this happened to me kind of in the beginning of – June like end of May beginning of June we just took on like a couple new clients and I was just feeling super overworked and stressed and it was my birthday and what I decided to do for my birthday was take a weekend trip to go to like Broken Bow Oklahoma with my family and we did like a cabin and we went on the lake and we did a bunch of stuff and that really for me left me feeling recharged and inspired and kind of ready to get back into everything because I knew I was just overworked and I was stressed and you don't perform your best or give your best ideas or stay creative, especially in an industry like Abby and I are in marketing. You need to consistently be giving that creative idea, having that creative spark, being, you know, inspired by different things around you. And so instead of just feeling it and saying, oh my goodness, I'm stressed and overworked, let me just go party it up with my friends for my birthday and just chill – For me, I knew that I needed to get away. I needed to take a step back. I need to change my scenery. I need to be around family because that also helps me recharge. So, for you, like, what does that look like? And then it's also just like taking the actual step of doing it, right? So, if you know that you're recharged by family, go plan a trip home and you know, plan some like lunches or breakfast or whatever with your family and have some time to do that. If you know it's you're like you love reading and you just haven't read a good book in a while because you haven't put the time to that, then buy a new book and give yourself, put it on your agenda to give yourself time to read it and actually recharge. So I feel like it's actually then taking the time to prioritize recharging and getting yourself in a new change of scenery because that's going to really help and that's going to really benefit, benefit your mind and kind of get you out of that rut.
1: For sure. And two, depending on what you're trying to find inspiration for, you'll find different sources of inspiration. So like for me, someone that does design, I will go walk around like the art district if I'm not feeling inspired or like just drive around because I want to see those visuals. I want to see different things. So everyone's idea of like getting back to being inspired looks different. That's more of an associative way something that's associating with what I want to be inspired by. But then also at the same time, like Hannah said, it could just be reading a book. It could be doing yoga. It could be listening to music. Those things could get your creative juices flowing. So never feel like you are just stuck. I know I've had a situation where I just felt stuck to the point where I was just like in my home I remember it was like a couple years ago. I was just like in my home and I was like, I feel stuck. And so I called a friend who would know what to do. And they literally told me like, get in your car. And I was like, what? And they're like, get in your car. And I'm like, why? And they're like, go for a drive. You feel stuck. And then you're literally physically stuck right now in your home, in your room, just laying down in bed, like just physically stuck as well. And they're like, go on a drive. Blast your favorite music and maybe go grab a dessert or something. Go grab some ice cream. And I was like, okay. And I did. And it's like just that in itself allows you to become active again. So never feel stuck. Um, Don't let yourself feel stuck. You're never stuck.
0: Oh, I love that. And I think it's too like we can feel signs or see signs, and notice signs that we are but you have to be able to take the time to actually step back and do that and i think some of us will feel guilty doing that like i know personally for me if i actually want to prioritize things sometimes sometimes i i will feel guilty i'll feel like no i need to keep working there's deadlines there's all these things i have to get this done and i'll feel guilty instead of like saying like i am human i'm not a machine and i do need to take a step back to recharge even if it's a day or two and that actually, Abby and I have talked about this in many episodes before, but that actually will do better for you and those around you than you continuously working on empty and not being inspired because you're going to drain. Your energy drained and you're going to drain other people around you. You're not going to be an energy giver. You're going to be an energy taker and you're just going to bring other people down with you and that's just not good for anyone. So it's like you you have to kind of not feel guilty for taking that time and prioritizing yourself.
1: Absolutely. Something else to think about when it comes to losing creativity is that you might be too hard on yourself or being a perfectionist. And so being a perfectionist, sometimes it's something that people envy. Like, oh my gosh, everything about you is perfect. But deep down inside, you're like nagging at yourself at every little thing. And so just make sure you remind yourself to not be your own worst critic and let yourself to have the freedom to create imperfectly. So when it comes to creating. There's a lot of trial and error. There's a lot of process that we go through to get to the final point that we're looking for. So don't forget to enjoy that process and allow yourself the freedom to make errors, to mess up in the effort to get to that final goal. I
0: was gonna say, in addition to that, I feel like a lot of people and myself included, sometimes it's like, oh, If I go do this project or I work on this project or I go do this, I'm going to be – I'm going to make mistakes and I have fear of like messing up and you can't let that fear get in the way. And I think this is a big thing when it comes to losing creativity. Maybe it's because you're a perfectionist and you literally are so worried about making a mistake or messing up or letting someone down or not being good enough. And that's something that you have to really work on with yourself because if you don't let yourself feel and let yourself go when it comes to – creating and getting inspired, then you're never going to actually be creative and take risks. You're always going to be living in the lines of fear. And so you really have to allow yourself to say, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make mistakes. Abby and I were just on a meeting about this new project potentially coming up. And I was like, hey, this is going to be a lot of our like first times taking on this type of venture of this project. And it's going to be really exciting, but there's also going to be a lot of challenges coming because we're it's our first time taking on this challenge. And so you have to almost like let your mind know. It's almost like being comfortable, getting uncomfortable, right? Let your mind know, hey, I'm going to do my best, but like there are going to be challenges. There are going to be mistakes that are going to be made and that's okay. You can create imperfectly. You don't have to have a, a manual, a step-by-step. It's okay because sometimes... You know, and you've seen this example before of like, you'll have one person who will follow this training program and finish a race and they'll be like, you know, like they'll they'll accomplish their goal and they'll feel so great about it. But then you have another person who kind of went off the track and did some new things and kind of learned and grew and they actually achieved a better result than the person who followed the step-by-step instructions. There's not one perfect way to do everything, so you have to allow yourself to have permission to make mistakes to go off the beaten path to try new things and know that it's not it's not going to always be perfect and that's okay
1: yeah and i know a lot of the times our perfectionism can also come from what we think other people will think when they see our imperfect version of whatever we're creating and so i think that's really crucial to remember honestly it's gonna sound so direct of me but what's new A lot of the times when people are criticizing your imperfections through your process, one, they might not even know your end goal or where you're going. And so it's none of their business what the process looks like at that moment. And two, they're also afraid to mess up. They're so afraid to mess up that they wouldn't do what you're doing. And so that's why they have something to say about every single thing that you're doing. I will tell you, too... I can name like people in my life that have done that Okay, again, out of love, whatever. But like, they do it every single time I try something new, which is hilarious to me because I will succeed at the last thing they criticize and be like, hey, look at this thing that you said was not going to work. It worked. I won't throw in their face like that, but I'll let them know, like, it actually ended up working. Look, they're like, oh, that's awesome. And then I'll try something else. And again, it's the same thing. And it's like, at that point, you're afraid of failure because I've already proven I can succeed. And so sometimes you have to allow your self-confidence to drive drive those situations and not a false, self, false sense of self-confidence, but like a true, I have a plan. I have a purpose. I know where I'm going with this. Nobody can stop me except for myself.
0: Yes. And I feel like I really relate personally to like the fear of what other people think. When it comes to that, like I, I'm not like, if you guys know me, you'll know that like I do whatever, I'll do whatever I want. Like I don't genuinely like care about what other people think, but it's almost like I want, I want to make it seem like I have everything together. I want to make it seem like I know what I'm doing and I'm confident because I want others to be confident in me. And that can get in the way sometimes of being okay with messing up in public or making a mistake and admitting it or admitting everything's not perfect all the time. So it's almost like that part of me can get in the way of me taking risks or being creative because I'm afraid that if I do mess up, people will see, oh, she's imperfect too and she messes up too. And that has to do too with like how I was raised and we can go even back into like my personality and my family and all that stuff as well. But it's something that I really have had to work on personally of like letting go of that public perception. And being just honest and authentic in those areas.
1: Definitely. I like that you use that as an example. It's really something we all deal with. And I've learned, too, to just, like... In those situations, I will just tell my truth as it is. Like, if someone asks me about what I'm doing, and I know they're going to be critical of it, or they're going to pick at the mistakes I'm making, or pick at different parts of my process... I am just honest with them, honest with myself, and I move on. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do to change that process. And there's not always much you can do to avoid error through a process.
0: Yes. And I want to kind of take us back, guys, to the book that Abby recommended, The Practice by Seth Godin. It's so good. When it comes to getting your creativity back, a huge tip, guys, this is like a big, big tip, is getting into a habit. So if you read the practice or if you listen to some of what Seth has to say around that book and that topic, I listened to him as a keynote speaker talking about some different things and he was talking about that book the practice and talking about what happens if you have writer if you have writer's block or you're hitting a creative block or you're struggling. And he says, and this is something that he does, he has a blog that's really just for him, he says, and he will write every single day. And he goes, sometimes it's two sentences. Sometimes it's five paragraphs. He's like, it really depends. And he's like, I don't limit myself. I don't put rules on what that blog is going to look like every day. I just show up and I show up imperfectly every day, whether I'm feeling it or not. And he's like, that discipline has really prevented writer's block for him personally and that creative block because it's a discipline, right? Again, you know I relate everything to fitness, but it's like working out. It's like you are not going to wake up every day feeling inspired and motivated to work out. You're just like you're not going to wake up every day feeling inspired and motivated to love your spouse. Just like you're not going to wake up every day feeling inspired and motivated in your career. There's going to be ebbs and flows. There's going to be ups and downs. All these things are going to happen. But when you are disciplined and have habits that keep you in track, like on track – then you're going to keep flexing that muscle. It's going to keep getting stronger. It's just like an athlete, right? Athletes are just like us, you know, just because it's like Tom Brady is Tom Brady doesn't mean he doesn't have to show up to practice and doesn't mean he doesn't have to keep like working on himself and bettering himself and his skills for his career. He still has to practice. He still has to work out. He still has to up his game and he still has to keep himself sharp. And how does he do that? He Does it as a habit. He works out all the time. He's motivated. He's disciplined, just like every athlete who's achieved, you know, high success does. That's what you have to do. And so it's like when you're feeling like you're in this rut, sometimes the answer is to find these habits if you don't already have them and stick to them. So for like for me personally, I get great ideas when I'm lifting and I know that's very random and it doesn't make a lot of sense. Abby knows this because I told her, but like when I'm in the gym, like lifting weights by myself, I'm really just kind of like taking that time that I never take to slow down in my head and I'm thinking about my day. I'm thinking about what's on my mind in business. I'm thinking about my relationship and ideas will come to me and I'll start thinking and and that only happens because I'm disciplined with my routine. Instagram, for example, I love posting reels and different images and stuff like that and creating different types of content. And to me, that's also flexing that muscle of creativity. There are days where I don't want to go create a reel or go record myself at the gym for 30 minutes because I have to find a place to set my phone up and it takes too much time and this and this, and there's all these excuses. But what will I do? I will literally drink some pre-workout or coffee, find some inspiration outside of myself, and I'll start. And then once I start, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. And then I come up with these ideas and I feel inspired. And I wasn't feeling inspired in the get-go, like starting out, but I disciplined myself to get there. And so sometimes I feel like the habit is really what a lot of people lack. And if we just just showed up anyway, if we just went there anyway, and if we made that a habit – then you would, like, the results will follow.
1: Definitely. There's a lot of things that you can find by having a habit, having routines. And even, like, for me, I know, like, I travel a lot now, and it was tough adjusting to traveling because I lost a lot of routine that I had being at home more. But even when you're someone that's mobile a lot, or say you have a hefty job that requires you to be out and about, Or say you just have, you feel like you have no time to do these certain things. When you create that habit, you force yourself to make time for the things that are important for you. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you know that this is, there's a time set aside for this one thing that's important to you. So keep habits strong. Make sure that you remember that if you lose those habits, like sometimes when we lose habits, we're losing pieces of ourselves. I always say that to myself, like, if I'm not the best version of me, then I can't show up to these spaces that I want to, which is right in line with getting your creativity back. So That's an
0: amazing tip. yeah.
1: Yeah. When you're looking for inspiration, also feel free to look for inspiration outside of yourself. So when it comes to looking outside of yourself, a lot of the times we see social media and all these platforms as something that people... It leads to your demise. Okay, that's what all the people as <laughs> everyone says. If I had a
0: dime or a penny for <laughs> everyone who talked about how toxic social media was.
1: It can be toxic, but when you're looking for inspiration, sometimes you can look on these platforms for inspiration. So you can look at your IG posts and look for different hashtags. Um look for save or save different IG posts, whether it's quotes. Or maybe it's like an artist that you like or a photographer that you like or a travel page that you like. And just allow yourself to be inspired by that as well. Those things, again, you don't want it to be unhealthy and in a form of comparison, like, oh my gosh, I don't have those. But more of, oh, I can create those or oh those things inspire me to create something else. I know that Pinterest is also a very good source of that as you can create different boards on Pinterest. You can revisit those boards. You can share them. And you can essentially have a virtual bulletin board of all of your coolest inspiration.
0: Abby, what do you do for like, like inspiration outside of yourself?
1: I go on Instagram. I really do. So like I'll go on Instagram and I'll find like things that have the vibe that I'm looking for and I will save them. Or I'll like post them all on my close friends because nobody really cares. <laughs> but I will find them and just collect, collect, collect on Instagram. I used to be more of a Pinterest girl, but my Pinterest got too messy and so I just ran away from it.
0: <laughs> my Pinterest got too messy. I'm dead. Oh my gosh.
1: What do you For do? Me-
0: Thanks for asking. I was going to give it anyway, but I just appreciate you asking. For me, I use – so, like, I'll save different posts and I'll categorize them for different things, like motivation, gym, you know, like couples, like stuff, if I think this is, like, a cute idea or whatever. And I will go to my saved and I will just, like, go through. And it's a lot of, like – like, especially, like, women in fitness, like, just, like, motivating, like, working out, doing different things, and I'm, like, okay, yeah, and that will, like, start kind of spiking up some dopamine in my brain of, like, okay, yeah, she's, like, killing it, she's motivated, she's working hard, like, I want to, too. I also have different Pinterest boards, and this is a lot of, like, what I used to do a lot of is, like, go to different, before, like, Instagram had, like, even the save feature and stuff like that, like, it was, like, I would have different Pinterest boards for different things, and I would go to that Pinterest board, and I would see, like, All these, again, like women who are like in shape, working out, different workouts, different like quick workouts to do them, just like with pictures in their activewear stuff like that. And to me, it was never a thing of like comparison. It was always like, oh man, I really want to be like inspired and motivated. And I use that content for inspiration, motivation. And I like what she said too, Abby, of like knowing yourself and like that don't use this as comparison. This is something that you feel like is going to help you get motivated and inspired. And honestly, like I will do that way more often. And I'll also follow people who are posting on like a weekly basis that are in inspiring me as well. So every time I like open up my phone, I'm inspired and I'm motivated and I see it as that. So it's definitely important to have that and to be able to look at that. For sure. Guys, this was great. This I, I feel inspired. I feel motivated and ready to go kick off 2023.
1: Ooh, let's go 2023. I'm so oh. <laughs> it's our Jordan year, okay? Everyone's Jordan here.
0: Abby, that's to be your caption. Everyone's Jordan year.
1: Yeah. For New Year's Eve.
0: I like that, Abby. Don't steal that. That was good.
1: Thank you. <laughs> thank
0: you. Well, thank you, Homegirl Hustlers, for listening in. Starting this new year, we're talking all about creativity. What it is like to start getting it back. How to actually start taking the steps. And I hope you guys were able to get some things from it. Again, starting with like if you're in that down period that where we're ebbing and flowing and you're just not feeling it, you know, is there a reason outside of yourself that you need to kind of look at, that's causing that? Or are you just not feeling inspired? And what do you need to do to get inspired? We talked about changing the scenery. We talked about habits, developing habits, and what that looks like to kind of flex those creative muscles every day, just like an athlete does. And then we also talked about looking outside of ourselves and not being a perfectionist with ourselves, giving ourselves grace and freedom to create imperfectly. And, you know, using those outside sources of inspiration to keep us going when we don't feel it. Because We all know the reality is we don't feel it 24-7. So I hope that you guys are able to get some great tips from this. Hopefully it was useful. Can't wait to be back with you guys next week for another great episode. Thanks for listening in.
1: Thanks, Homegrown Hustlers. Talk to you next Wednesday.